Welcome to the Dr. Iman Sadri Show podcast. Insight on mastering the psychology of weight loss, oral health, and interviews with masterminds. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Dr. Iman Sadri Show podcast. Wonderful to have you here. Uh, continuing the podcast series, you know, I get around 95 uh, DMs, emails um, a month, give or take, uh, including Instagram messages at Dr. Iman Sadri. You can look me up. Um, look, uh, every day is about making new decisions and new choices and being intentful and about mastering the moment, right? It's about mastering each moment as much as you can. And when it comes to eating, there, those moments have ramifications every day. And so, you know, this, this podcast episode is called the Persian keto diet. I'm Persian, Iranian American. Um, and, um, you know, it's a situation where we had a lot of, uh, uh, feedback and, you know, by we, I mean, me and the admin team of this podcast, um, from Iranian Americans, um, probably 45%, uh, demographic are from the podcast series. And I, you know, I have a blog magazine, quarterly magazine goes to like 2000 homes called Persian Observer. It's like a 12, 16 page anywhere fluctuating, um, usually about 16 page, uh, magazine, which really just promotes all the stuff I do. I wrote a weight loss book, Master the Psychology of Weight Loss. And, uh, I actually talk about this in my book. I talk about the Persian keto diet, um, and it really could have been an, an actual chapter on its own, which it is in this case. So what is that? What is a Persian keto diet? And what are the emails I get from these uh, Iranian Americans? Really, any anybody who is around rice, pasta, in this case, really bread, uh, and pasta, you know, sporadically within that demographic, but bread, rice is what I cut out. Uh, I, I went from eating 5,000 calories a day, having a ham, sausage, egg, you know, croissant sandwich for breakfast, and two large massive coffees for breakfast, and then a massive burger and onion rings or fries, and a large soda for lunch, and a Persian stew or Persian kebab with a bunch of rice and bread, a little bit of bread in the beginning, um, and you definitely you know, dessert a few times a week, uh, you know, have cookies, and uh, you know, you go like sandwich spot, and I have a couple cookies afterwards with the massive amount of bread and pastrami and chips. And I said, let me just, one thing I can do, because I got the 201, 201 pounds, if you're in Europe, you know, do the kilogram conversion. Um, and look, I then was about, you know, at one point when I was 31 years old, I literally looked 50 years old. And I mean, when you are overweight or obese, which is about two thirds of the United States, you're going to look older, you're going to feel older, but it's not about losing weight to look younger. But I'll tell you, I didn't have a podcast when I was overweight or obese. And I'm not saying one cannot have a podcast when they're overweight or obese. There's a lot of people with a lot of fire and personality, but you don't see any obese people in the nursing home. That's what really the importance of doing this stuff. You want to live longer. There are not a lot of, I've never seen anybody obese above 80 ever, maybe 78, 79 and some online like kind of like articles. And really those are like the last few months of those people's life. You don't see anybody above 85 who's overweight. Almost never. Definitely not obese. So it is not about just this episode in terms of what, what I teach people is to what I did. And I do weight loss seminars. I, I you know I tell people check with a nutritionist, check with a medical doctor, make sure your caloric intake is is you know and the nutritional intake is up to standard that you need. But I was able to go from 201 to 159. I'm at 160 now, and I've kept it off. Uh, you know. Three years ago, I did this almost about close to three years ago. It took me about 18 weeks or so, give or take, to get to that point. I lost 
but total wasn't consecutive. I lost 10 in, in my 10 weeks. I lost 24 pounds, going from 201 to 177 by cutting out bread, rice, starch related carbs, pizza, pasta, fries, you know, potatoes. I, I got rid of all that. And for like actually the first two months, three months, I had a cheat day on Sundays, but it became too indulgent, right? It, it, it became so indulgent, the cheat day, where it really negated the effects of four or five days of cutting out carbs. And I said, no, 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 there's no cheat day. If somebody's married, there is no cheat day. I'm not married uh, yet, but uh, you know, any relationship you're in or whatever, as an example, there is no cheat day. Uh, that's, just, that's the discipline. Um, you know, one has to take with it if they carry over in their personal life as well. But look, um, so I got rid of that. And then, but also at that point for the first 10 weeks, I was still having dinner a few nights a week, two, three, four nights a week with no bread. I'll have stew with no bread. And I got rid of the dinner. I, I started having, you know, one, you know, meal, middle of the day. I got, uh, instead of the croissant sandwich, I had a protein bar. And uh, for lunch, um, I had a chicken salad instead of a burger and fries. And for dinner, um, you know, I had, uh, pretty much another protein bar, but then when we talk about the Persian keto diet, I go to these Persian restaurants for the last three years and I get no rice. So that's the standard of this basis of this podcast. You go to a Persian restaurant, you tell them no rice, give me stew or salad, uh, you know, stew or the kebab with the side salad. And you know, the, you're going to get some people telling you, well, you know, that's not how it's supposed to be. Just cause somebody came up with this like recipe, like 150, 200 years ago, whatever it was for any of these stews where you have to have rice. No, you don't. Because I always get this beached whale feeling every time I have, I used to have Persian food um, where I, you know, literally like on a Sunday afternoon, literally feel like a beached whale after like, a, you know, massive plate of rice, kebab, yogurt, yogurt drink, and then the accompanying bread in the beginning. And then whatever dessert, I literally pass out like a beached whale uh, afterwards. And um, we go to this place called Caspian, uh, you know, 10, 20 years ago. And then ironically, I towards the end, they actually changed locations. Uh, a few years ago, I was going back there. I was, you know, I kind of continued this lifestyle. I don't call it a diet. I call it a lifestyle. I call it just a rule to live by. No bread. I, I get Tom's side salad. And, and, and it just, when you take pictures too, it's just a lot more colorful. Colorful. Side salad with the meat, side salad with the stew. Versus just bland rice in the corner, and you got to mix the stew and the rice. The rice is an unnecessary filler. All right, that's what I talk about. The bread is an unnecessary filler. It, it fills you up without any caloric intake, uh, caloric benefit really, or nutritional benefit. In fact, it makes your blood sugar go up. And people who have diabetes, you know, if they keep taking metformin by eating bread and rice, they don't cut it out. And sometimes they're not obese or really overweight that much, and they get diabetes with excessive consumption of. Uh, bread and rice, which did not exist in nature. It had to be cultivated. Agriculture evolution, 10,000 BC, give or take, which created the advent of this and maize, rice. This, ironically, me as a dentist, and you know, uh, people are like, well, what's a dentist writing about weight loss? I said, well, I, I'm a dentist who lost weight. You eat with your your teeth. You chew with the functionality. You know, that's what we're in, is dentistry, to replicate chewing ability to best of a possibility and you know what you do is uh um you know look at how saliva is where the first place of digestion is as well um but you know you, you look at this from a macro point of view as a professional and you're like wait a second also the increased prevalence of caries dental caries was due to the advent of this type of food which also then later on refined sugar 
right? And then the human jaw got smaller and the wisdom teeth became a problem. And so all the ramifications in that regard, in terms of dental cavities as well, that type of starch-related carbohydrates, like if you have a bunch of crackers and you leave it in your mouth versus like some fruit or like a couple of like sticks of celery um, and that just stays in there, that dissolves. There's really not too much glucose for to bacteria demineralize the enamel and the, you know, cause the pathology of periodontal disease as much as that, you know, forms plaque and calculus from starch-related carbs as well. So really, for me as a dentist, it's multifactorial, the benefit of cutting that stuff out. Decreases the prevalence of dental decay and it also increases, you know, one's energy. When you, so I don't feel like a beach whale anymore with now having, substituting no bread when I get to the restaurant. I tell them no bread, sorry. I don't want to be half full by the time the entree comes up. How many times have you gone to an Italian restaurant? Pick any one. The chain ones or anyone, they bring you bread. You know, you're like 30 to 40, sometimes 50% full by the time the entree comes out. And you can tell I'm fired up about this stuff because I, you know, even if I get 9,500 emails, I, you know, I look at all, listen to all these podcasts, these guys getting like, you know, 40 to 80,000, like probably um, messages they, 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 they say they get per month. And they get like 10 to 20 million downloads. It's not about the number. It's even if you affect one individual, like this lady, you know, you get the emails and like it's pretty awesome and it's inspirational how they, you know, the, the few that implement this, that, you know, many listen, you know, I get around 1900 downloads, uh, a month. And it's funny, I've tried to get, I've got some interviews I've done with people and, um, the, uh, you know, that are on this podcast series as well, uh, in terms of this, this year being piped out, but, you know, prominent dentists or, uh, prominent, um, kind of influencer, uh, who may, people may or may not know, like through the podcast, uh, channels, but, um, you know, you have somebody who's well-known on TikTok and somebody who just listens to Spotify may not know who that is. And those are the examples we're talking about. But the uh, couple of influencers I've also reached out to who I've met, they're like, well, I'll come on your podcast once you get 10,000 downloads. So that's also the incentive for me as to continue to grow this. But it's not necessarily about that because even if I just, I got one, this lady, and I won't mention her name. She knows who she is. I'm sure I know she listens to the series. So shout out to you, my dear, uh, who you just emailed me last night. You know who you are. Uh, I just put it this way, your name starts with a G, ends with an A. Uh, and you, um, you know, she, she said that she was able to lose weight uh, by, you know, about 27 pounds she lost by doing this, um, by just not having any more rice cooker at home. No more, she stopped making rice, she stopped making bread, she stopped baking bread, or she stopped buying bread and then putting it in the oven. No more bread for breakfast, no more bread, you know, for dinner, lunch. And she just off of that and no rice. And, you know, you know, if she's forced out pizza or make pizza, she won't actually, she'll scrape the top of the pizza off and put it in a bowl called a pizza topping bowl, which I, which I do. You go to a restaurant, Mexican restaurant, don't have a burrito, have a burrito bowl with no rice. And that's on the menu of a lot of these places. Um, so, and no soda, club soda instead, right? Iced tea. Um, and look, I have beer almost every day and I actually really, this now kind of making a habit of definitely cutting it down. Because uh, it's something that is overindulgent, and but uh, it's something that also I've kind of become a connoisseur of. But it's also something that Ronaldo doesn't do on a daily basis. That's why you got to keep shipping away to become your best self. Um, you know what we talk about is how to become our best selves, and uh, I really appreciate um, all the feedback 
So the Persian keto diet is no bread, no rice, no pasta. Um, but again, in the Persian field uh, of menu of food, um, basically the Persian stew or the Persian kebab. Uh, we talk about reme or fesenjun, pomegranate and walnut. Reme is a lentil with the beef stew. We talk about there's celery stew. There's gourmet sabzi with all kinds of amazing um, herbs, basically herb stew. Uh, those are the top three, reme, fesenjun, and gourmet sabzi. And um, some people like the reme, the lentil beef with, uh, they like it with eggplant called bademjun, which I don't. Uh, I don't have it that way. But again, they have it with rice. So no rice. You have it with a side salad. You can have salad, shirazi, diced lemon, uh, rather lime juice, lemon juice on top of that, but it's basically diced tomatoes and cucumber, or you have a traditional side salad. And some of these Persian restaurants make some amazing house salads, especially the house salad sauce dressing. And I, from Caspian, shout out to them, Persian restaurant in Orange County. And you can read my blog, PersianObserver.com. Um, and you know, if you need teeth whitening within a hundred mile radius, that's my day job. Um, in addition to doing consulting for the DSOs, um, if you're in the dental field, you know what I'm talking about, um, what that acronym is for, but you, uh, you know, you don't want to like make good decisions every day. And so I've kept this weight off. It's not just about looking younger, even though I'm 42 going on 43 in six weeks, I look younger than I did when I was 35, you know, uh, and because when I was overweight, I looked way older. And again, it's just having about, have, it's all about just having more energy and being more productive with your time and uh, just being more fired up and not coming home and passing out. And that's not what, what I do anymore. I come home and I, I work on stuff and uh, I always say the best is yet to come. It's all about gratitude, um, right? And look, uh, I feel like I'm becoming and always continuing to, to strive and thrive, become my best self. That's why I gave myself permission to create this podcast. And um, I'm grateful for all the, you know, all the feedback and uh, all the downloads. And, um, you know, there is a way to break the rules with food. You don't need to do it like everybody else. You know, if you're like, in a community where there's always rice around you and bread around you, you don't have to eat that. Cut it out and just eat the meat in the middle. And if you're vegetarian, just have the vegetables. Fine. But no potatoes. No potatoes, right? So Persian keto diet, cut out the bread, cut out the rice. And definitely no you know, dessert with like baklava, none of that stuff. Absolutely not. You can have fruit. You can have, if necessary, ice cream once a week at the most. But again, check with the nutritionist. But I lost 42 pounds with zero cardio, with basically also combining semi-intermittent fasting, which only one main meal, middle of the day. If you can have one massive Persian stew, try not to have it at 9, 9 p.m., have it middle of the day. And if you can have it at 5 or 6 or 7, that's your only meal of the day if you can be that disciplined to do that. So this has been Dr. Iman Sadri. You can look me up on social media, at Dr. Iman Sadri, and um, look up SoCal Teeth Whitening, if you need teeth whitening. And, you know, look up, look up my book and get a copy because it's... Uh, it's a you know I go through a lot of chapters. Master of Psychology and Weight Losses on Amazon. You know you're not missing out. The ramifications of overeating are not worth the consequences. No bread, no rice, no pasta, no fries. These are the name of the chapters I'm throwing off. Intermittent fasting, how to not eat after 6 p.m. The water balloon effect at the drive-through, how to eat healthy. I digested myself to lose weight and more. You know how to be a skinny foodie. Some of these are check back earlier episodes. You know intentful eating, intentful living. Obesity can be a killer. The hidden perks of skipping breakfast and dinner, disciplined eating, healthy substitutes for cravings. That's what I talk about in this book. Uh, but I also talk about the Persian keto diet in that chapter, chapter 12. And then I go through images of how I lost weight and how I've kept it off. 
And people don't believe me when they see me, pictures of me, what I used to look like. Uh, and look, I'm here to try to get Americans to live longer. There's 200 million plus Americans, including kids, obese or overweight, who need to hear uh, these messages and how to be more disciplined. Um, this has been, again, Dr. Iman Sadri. Not just if you're not Persian, it's not just about not having Persian uh, rice or, or, or bread with Persian food. This is applicable to any culture. You know, if you grew up in America or you grew up in the Southeast Asia or you grew up in South America, there's going to be bread or rice. Don't have the bread or rice, all right? Like they did 20,000 years ago. They didn't have bread or rice. They just had the, the, the vegetables and the meat, period. Um, and you're going to feel so much lighter like I did. Again, check with the doctor, check with the nutritionist, make sure caloric intake and the nutritional, you know, uh, aspect of the minimum bodily requirements you need on a daily basis is there. Um, anyways, uh, I appreciate you listening and I, um, wanted to also uh, give a shout out to, uh, one of our sponsors, uh, PCH Metzba. If you need, um, any kind of Botox services, check out. PCHMetzba.com, uh, um, really cosmetic beautification services by Dr. Kaveh, um, who, uh, you know, actually was generous enough to give us a suite where we part of the, you know, weekly basis we do teeth whitening there. But, you know, our affiliation is, because uh, we're a big fan of Dr. Kava Karandish. Look him up, PCHMetzba.com. Um, and uh, if you also have any questions, you can look me up on social media at Dr. Iman Sadri. Dr. Kaveh does. Uh, Botox that I talked about one of the episodes Botox at, at the dentist, you know, some dentists do it, but really Botox to alleviate the jaw muscle for clenching and grinding. So that's one of the episodes. Check that out and you could get, get that done at Dr. Kava's uh, office, PCH Med Spa. Thank you for the sponsorship, doctor. Um, and uh, again, appreciate the feedback and any emails you can send it our way. And I, I have a, uh, a little recipe series. You can check out PersianObserver.com uh, check out the Persian Keto Diet blog and so, some of the recipes on there. Um, thank you very much for, uh, you know, your downloads and tune in next time to the Dr. Iman Sadri show. As my boy Jim Rome says, I'm out.